Hi everyone, I'm Faith Morano, a senior here at Nolan Catholic High School, and I'd like to welcome you to the inaugural episode of Esto Dukes, a monthly podcast produced by Nolan Catholic High School. Esto Dukes means be a leader, and each month we'll chat with some outstanding Nolan Catholic leaders about faith, education, truth, beauty, and goodness. And what better way to start this podcast series than a chat with our principal, Mr. Oscar Ortiz. So welcome to the podcast, Mr. Ortiz. Thank you so much, Faith. I'm uh, excited to be here. So Mr. Ortiz, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm from Honduras. Most people don't know where that is. It's a tiny little country in Central America. And the way I like to describe it is it's a mix between Spanish colonial, exotic jungles, beautiful beaches. There's a little bit of magical realism. So if you ever go, make sure to visit some of the Bay Islands and uh, the Mayan ruins. So since you're from Honduras, how did you find your way down to Fort Worth and into Nolan? That's a beautiful story because like all things, I don't know that we can really understand fully what is God's work in our lives. So a lot of it has to do with just making mistakes, taking chances, and finding yourself by God's grace in the right place. I don't know, Faith, do you know what you're going to be doing 10 years from now? (laughs) No, I do not. What would you like to do? I'd like to be a psychiatrist, but that's a lot of schooling. Well, when I was younger, I wanted to be Indiana Jones. So I thought, well, I'm going to go to school for archaeology. Ended up going to uh, school for philosophy. Got my bachelor's in philosophy at the University of Dallas. And it was there where I decided I want to dedicate my life to education and making sure that I can bring the classics to all children. So it was a circuitous way to get here, but thanks be to God, I'm here. So why do you feel that a Catholic education is so important? Great. Let me focus on that question a little bit because it assumes something that I believe a lot of us today don't seem to be fully aware of, and that is, what is the purpose of education? And it's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's not the fault of our parents. It's just our society has kind of lost the meaning of a true and good education. We think of an education as just a stepping stone, a stepping stone to a good career, uh, maybe a stepping stone to a much more fulfilling life financially, but a real good education. What it should really do is orient the heart of its students towards the true, the good, and the beautiful. Being able to see what true real life is all about. So in other words, not coming to school and just thinking of your next test or your next quiz as just another test or quiz, but as a challenge to really engage in the pursuit of very exciting truths about the world. I'll give you an example. When we think of one plus one equals two is a very simple equation. We're thinking of, uh, okay, this is math. Very simple, very common. Everybody knows that. But when you start thinking of one plus one, not just as learning math, but also learning about the way your mind works and then realizing not just how my mind works, but the fabric of the world itself and how that harmonizes with the way I think, that's when learning becomes more exciting. And that's what we want to do at schools. So let's go back to your original question. (laughs) Catholic education. Uh, I believe that a true and a good Catholic education is one that does that. It teaches children to begin a journey to the mind of God. 
And that's what we're learning when we pick up math or psychology, as you pointed out earlier, or literature, physics, whatever it is that you're studying. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so what does a classical education mean? Great question. Um, there's a lot of confusion about what classical means. The, the way I like to describe it is um, very simple. It is gazing on the face of Christ, right? That is what we're called to. The beatific vision is union with beauty itself. And we can do that in many ways. Um, what's your favorite class, Faith? Um, I really like anatomy. Anatomy. Okay. Why do you like anatomy? I don't know. I like learning about things I've never learned about before. And right. I think it's exciting. There is something so beautiful about how we are built physically, our bodies. Uh, so you find that joy in anatomy. Another student might find it in poetry. Another student might find it in art. Um, some of our students, as you know, find it in um, athleticism. So they're, they're doing football or they're doing swim or some of the other extracurriculars. But the thing is, they're finding that beauty in the things that we engage in. And then from there, the key should be going beyond that to beauty itself. That's what a Catholic education should do for all children. That's what I believe we're doing at Northern Catholic. And why does that matter for a college prep school? Excellent question. It doesn't. <laughs> That's a strange way to answer it. Because the end goal actually goes beyond college prep. If we set our sights on something higher, something more meaningful, then college prep, as a result, will follow. So, for example, if you aim to jump, let's say, and this is just a funny, ridiculous number. If you aim, aim to jump and you practice every day to jump 10 feet and you try it, and let's say you just made six feet. Well, if you hadn't practiced 10 feet, you probably wouldn't have made six feet either. Does that make sense? Yes. So we're trying to aim for things that are more meaningful, that are higher than just college prep, because we know that as a result, you will be successful in college. But the aim of a good education is to prepare you for life. I know a lot of families have been looking at Nolan recently and touring the school and the facilities. What do you think these families should look for when they're deciding which high school to send their students to? That's an excellent question. I think that our families should be looking at the principal. That's where I would start. <laughs> and there's a couple of questions you can ask a principal. Uh, you can ask the principal. In fact, I would encourage your families to set up a meeting with the principal of the school that they're looking at. And they should ask the principal, what was the last two books that you've read? See, don't ask, what's your favorite book? Because anyone can answer that question. Even if they don't have a favorite book, they could just think of something on the spot. But if you ask them to name the last two books they've read, or if you ask that principal what book they're currently reading or about to read, uh, what you're really drawing from that is, does this principal love learning? Does this principal model the things that he or she teaches on campus? And what should a principal model? The pursuit of truth, the pursuit of academics and wanting to know the wonders of the world. That's what we're trying to instill in our students. So if a principal can't do that, then that's a good sign. Uh, maybe I should go somewhere else because the leadership here doesn't exemplify what they preach. 
Other things to look at. Take a tour of the school. What do they have up on their hallways? Do they have uh, things that reflect my values, for example? That's important. As a Catholic school, it's very simple to know what we stand for. Uh, there's the catechism. For families that aren't familiar with the catechism, you can easily see, well, this is what we believe. And there is a division, right, between practice and preaching it. Look at the hallways. Usually in the hallways, you'll see the practice. So those are the two things I would recommend that our families see. Now, don't you think, Faith, that families should also see how students interact with each other? I do. I think it's very important to see that. How would you describe uh, you interacting with your friends while at Northern Catholic? Oh, I think my friends and I think we're a lot funnier than we really are. We just <laughs> like to make jokes about everything. <laughs> That's awesome. The, the third and last thing then that I would recommend our parents to is come and visit the school cafeteria while the students are at the cafeteria, because <laughs> that will tell you a lot about the school culture, whether the relationships between the students are healthy or not. How do they get along? Is it a family feel? Do relationships run deep? Or is it cliquish? So those things are good for a parent to see before they select a school. That's what I would recommend. I agree. Now, where do you see non-Catholic high school in five years from now? Everywhere. And by that, I don't mean, I don't mean opening up a, a campus, a non-Catholic campus uh, on every corner of the street. What I mean is I'd love to see more schools, either public or private, either Catholic or not Catholic, adopting some of the same policies and practices that we have adopted here. Because I believe that when you implement the right conditions for learning and the pursuit of truth, then our students are going to be not just more engaged, but they're going to love having that relationship with the truth on a daily basis. And it's almost like waking up. And I think that if our schools see what we're doing, they'll realize, oh, there's so much more than we can do for our students. That we aren't, I mean, for various factors. Maybe we don't, we didn't realize that this was possible. So that's what I would like to see. Wouldn't you like to see that everywhere? I would like to see that everywhere. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Ortiz. We really appreciate you being a part of today's discussion. Now for our final segment, I'd uh -huh. love to put you in the hot seat okay. and let our <laughs> listeners really get to know you. All right, all right. So just give me the first answer that comes to mind. Ready? Ready. Okay. If you could only eat one meal for every meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pasta carbonara. Really? Yes. Why? <laughs> well, I love the uh, red sauce pastas. I think they're good, but the rose-colored pastas are my favorite. Okay. Um, I would add some chicken or shrimp to that. Sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. Now, this one's kind of random, but is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, mm, yes and no. So, the, gosh, this is going to be complicated. Uh, do you have an hour for this? <laughs> So this is one of these perfect platonic examples of something being both uh, one thing and not the same thing at the same time. So what do I mean by that? So let's think of the word sandwich as a verb. You know, you sandwich something. Uh, what you're essentially doing is you're putting it between two different things. Uh, you could say a sausage is sandwiched between the bun, but at the same time is the form of sandwich. Does it? Is a hot dog fall under that category? 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think a sandwich has a special place and so does a hot dog. So yes and no. Is that I, a valid answer? Yeah, I agree. I think there's a difference. So would you rather sleep in a haunted hotel for one night or work at a haunted house for a week? Sleep for one night. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I'd rather sleep than work. Is Understandable. <laughs> it's easier to sleep than Understandable. Work. And it's only one night. So um, whereas to work a whole week, oh boy. Mm-hmm. What's a movie you're embarrassed to admit that you enjoy? Oh gosh, I would say perhaps every chick flick ever made. <laughs> uh, so my wife, I mean, she's not necessarily into chick flicks, but she does make me watch them every now and then. And I will admit just today that I secretly do enjoy them by the end, by the end <laughs> of the two-hour experience. Uh, I don't regret having done that. Whereas there are some movies where it's like, oh, why did I just do that? I just wasted my time. Thank you so much for leading the first podcasts. Have you ever done podcasting before? Or is this your first time? Um, this is my first time doing a podcast, but I'm in broadcast and I've been in broadcast since last year. So I've done stuff similar to this. Like I've conducted some interviews, but nothing this fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I think you did great. And I think you actually have a knack for it. We'd love to have you back in the future to do some more of these for us. You are kind of famous with broadcast, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I had volunteered at the St. Andrew's Fall Festival a few weeks ago. And some little girl like came up to the face painting booth. And I guess she had been on a tour at Nolan. And they had showed her one of the videos that my broadcast class has made. And she goes, oh my gosh, you're the girl who fell in the video. And I was like, <laughs> yep, that was me. Wait, but that was a stunt, right? That wasn't like you accidentally fell. It was pre-planned. We had planned it out, but it definitely hurt a lot more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I saw it and when your, your assistant principal saw it, they thought, oh my gosh, that looks so real. She's <laughs> such a good actress. <laughs> Thank so, you. You didn't mean it to be yeah. that real. No, I did not mean it to be uh, that real. Well, great job. Do you know how many views you have on that video on YouTube yet? Oh, gosh. Videos? I hope it's not a lot. <laughs> well, you're famous. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about that video because this is a new experience for you this year. There's a lot of changes that have happened at Nolan Catholic High School. And that video specifically... Uh, was created to help students with the locker. Uh, were there lockers in the past? Tell us a little bit about that. So since COVID hit, this was our first year getting the lockers back, which I was really excited about. But the freshmen and the sophomores, they never had lockers when we were here. Mm -hmm. so they didn't really know all like the rules about it or like common sense with it. Like, don't leave your books in the hallway. People can trip over them. <laughs> so... The dean, Mr. Smith, he came to us asking us to film a video and give a PSA about the do's and don'ts for your locker. So my class and I, we just came together and we all thought of everything and we wrote a script and then we went out and shot it all. And it was really fun. And I think it was a really good video compared to what we had done last year. No, I think it's fantastic. And the editing was especially well done. Is that something that your team also does? Yes. So Hannah Moore, she edits <laughs> our videos and she's really good at it. Excellent. Now, in addition to going back to lockers, 
I understand that the principal at Nolan Catholic High School has also required everyone to keep their backpacks in their lockers, which means you have to carry all your books. What's that been like? Um, <laughs> and you can be honest. I was really taken aback by that, actually. I was not a huge fan at first. But I remember last year when we didn't have any lockers, I had all of my books in my backpack and I just felt like I was like crawling in the hallway trying to get to class because my books were so heavy. But this year I just carry my computer and binder around and I think it's a lot easier, but uh -oh. some people don't agree with me. <laughs> Hopefully that statement doesn't make you unpopular with your friends. Now, what most of our <laughs> listeners might not know is that Nolan Catholic High School sits on a beautiful 60 acres of land, which means our campus is just huge, which means that traveling with your books from one classroom to the other can be a little laborious. Uh, so how many times are you visiting your locker? Um, I don't really use my books that often. I kind of just use them when I go home to study, mm -hmm. but... I think I go to my locker like once or twice a day That's just to excellent. switch out my books and get my lunch. <laughs> That's excellent. Good. There's a study done that uh, best performing students only visit their lockers about twice a day. And that's because they're very organized, which it sounds like you might be. Is that right, Faith? Guess I'm just a best performing student. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> now, Faith, you're a junior or a senior? I'm a senior this year. Okay. So you're graduating soon and you've been applying to colleges. Yes. Are you ready to make that transition? Oh, I'm so ready. I got accepted into the University of Alabama. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really excited. Well, we're going to be sad to see you go. Hopefully you'll come <laughs> back and visit us. I'll visit. And you'll come back to see how much Nolan is changing every year. We're excited about all the things that we're up to. Thank you so much, Faith, for piloting our first episode. Um, I'll be taking it up from here moving forward, and I'm excited to do that. And if we continue this next year, we might just do a Zoom call with you in your new school. Is that good? That would be very exciting. Thanks again for joining us, Mr. Ortiz. And thanks to everyone for listening to this inaugural episode of Esto Dukes. Join us each month as we chat with the people of Nolan Catholic High School that make our faith-filled education journey so fulfilling. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you'd like more information about Nolan Catholic High School and its upcoming events and programs, be sure to visit us online at nolancatholic.org. See you next time. Learn more about Nolan Catholic High School by attending our open house on Sunday, December 4th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m to tour our beautiful 60-acre campus. Visit nolancatholic.org for more information.